Hi, before we start the show, I'd like to tell you about two things. First, we have a second weekly show that drops a day after this one called OK, OK, So by Sean Barton. It's a weekly rant or discussion from Sean and Sean alone. And second, we do have a Patreon page. And on it, you get the following. At the $1 level, you get this weekly show without commercials and an extra 10 to 15 minutes after our tagline. At the $3 level, you get Sean's OK, OK, So commercial free and one day before the free version, plus the weekly podcast at the $1 level. At the $5 level, you get everything at the $1 and $3 levels, plus one sketch a month. And finally, at the $10 level, you get all the lower levels, plus one more sketch per month. So you can find our Patreon page at patreon.com slash from the bunker. Thank you in advance for your support. And now on with the show. All, right, all, all of that, that stuff that we were just talking about was just golden and nobody heard so- it. Yeah, I know. So I've determined. Okay, so I'm in Manteca. 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 I, I know where you yeah. are. Do you really? Yeah. It's like Modesto light. Yeah. Uh, that's what I've kind of determined. Um, I'm heading to Stockton tomorrow. Oh, say then, hi. I will. Um, <laughs> and then I'm going to Fresno. I'm going to Stockton tomorrow, and then Fresno, uh-huh. uh, which I think their city motto is "At least we're not Bakersfield." Um, <laughs> And I think I'll be there for a couple of days and hopefully I'll get to see my mom uh, for her uh, birthday weekend. Oh, when's her birthday? Her birthday is on Saturday. This coming Saturday? This coming Saturday. Wow. My mom's birthday is on the 26th. What? What? Well, tell your mom happy birthday. Mm-hmm. And wait, so you go to Stockton tomorrow, okay. you said, or? I'm sorry. What? Uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, Stockton tomorrow and then Fresno. Where are you staying in Stockton so that we can stalk you? In Stockton? Uh, I'm not... Uh, you're I'm not, not at Liberty? Staying. Oh, you're I'm just not, in for the afternoon? I'm just in for... I'm only going to be there for like uh, three hours, wow. three, four hours, and then I bounce, and then I... How Gilligan's Island of you. I know. And then, uh, what, then what am I doing? I feel like I'm a... I really... I, I've said this before. I feel like I'm not in a band, but I'm the roadie for a band. Right. And I'm not even like the first guitar tech guy. Oh, yeah. You're the, you're the other roadie. You're the roadie that doesn't get any tail. That is so true. That is so true. Welcome to this week's edition of From the Bunker with Jody Hamilton and Sean Barton. Sean's the roadie that doesn't get any tail. (laughs) Hi, welcome to From the Bunker. Sorry, I'm Jody Hamilton and I'm already punch drunk. Um... Sean is somewhere in Northern California. I am. In, in, I am. In, where do, you're we're in Manteca. Have, you're in Manteca, we're, California. We're going to have to do a whole segment of, okay, okay, so. Where is Sean? Um, yeah, where is Sean? But, or, okay, okay, so I don't get any tail. I guess that would be the other one. I guess that's what he came up with. <laughs> um, but you're going to where my, my alma mater is tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. You but but you went to like seven different colleges and you have degrees from all of them. No, and, I only went to two. I went to one university and one um, vocational school. That was it. I have that two. Was a vocation, yeah. The one in a Colorado? Colorado. Yeah. It was an arts. It was an art school. It was Colorado yeah. Institute of Art. It's okay. like a. I'm, it's a vocational degree, I believe, is what I got. 
Oh, it's in my somewhere uh, in the house. No, but the, but I went to UOP. Are you going to drive yeah. by the campus? Because if you do, go stop and park. If there's, a, I don't think they allow anybody that's not on campus to park. So park near there, and then walk on campus. Ask where the where Southwest is, which is one of the dorms. And I lived in the dorm in that dorm. Uh, I could point to the win- if you if you go by with your phone, like if you go live and walk by yeah. my <laughs> dorm room, I can show you where mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, I, uh, I I'm not going to do that. I I don't want to get arrested. What? Because um, you're the dirty old man on campus. I'm so it, that's that's creepy. That's a little <laughs> creep, creepy. I don't I don't need that in my life. I don't I don't need that kind of drama. I just don't. I just don't. You could be a new so, professor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my role nowadays. My, I look like. I, I, I look think like, it would work. I my, do like I do look like a professor. You could uh, my my uh, microeconomics teacher Carrie Doherty was his name. Mm-hmm. I assume he's still with us. So is his name um, mm-hmm. Redhead. He had long like hippie hair when he taught me, and then after that semester, around summertime, he shaved his head into a mohawk. Wow! All right, he's cool. Could he pull it off? Yeah, he was. He was nuts. Right. Um, okay. Really, okay. but right. really like scary smart. Like teaching oh. economics is not easy. No, um, I, I avoid that. It's, it's not easy. And he, um, I, I got in, his class was no, uh, notoriously known for being difficult to pass, let alone get a decent grade in. And I was lucky. I think I got a B plus in his class. Um, uh, but he was a hell of a teacher. He was really, really good at, at making things make sense. And apparently he smoked pot during uh, like two years before I got to campus. He was, he was explaining how small businesses work and say you have a pot dealership. And so he literally lit up a joint. That's legend. I don't know. I wasn't in that class oh, at the time. That wasn't your class. No, it Got wasn't it. my class, but that's what, right. that was the legend that Carrie that Doherty, Dr. Doherty smoked a J in like 1982. Well, look at you throwing down the lingo, like all the cool kids. Well, you know, we learned about key bumps this week. I'm sorry, the what? Key bumps, you know, cocaine fueled key bump parties, you know? Ah, uh, yeah. 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 Madison Cawthorn. I think he wasn't invited, which is why he was talking. For those of you that didn't hear this week, uh, Madison Cawthorn um, noted douchebag from one of the Carolinas. Um, He, I think it's North. Um, He was on some podcast or something, apparently, Mm -hmm. and stated that there are cocaine fueled orgies. What? In D.C. Um, I think he's not invited, which is why he gave up on gave him up. Is, is that the right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that makes sense. And or my, he just just stopped getting invited? I think so. I, well, I mean, you know, if you look at Madison Cawthorn, he mm-hmm. is, as Dana Goldberg points out, he is the guy that women say to each other, cover your glass. <laughs> right. Just When you're around him, because right. Lord only knows what he's going to drop in it. Um, right. But he did co- talk about key bumps, which is one way of one ingesting the cocaine. Cocaine. The cocaine. Um, and what was funny was Dan Crenshaw, who is also in the House of Representatives uh, and mm-hmm. is a Republican. Obviously, he's never been invited to these because he's like, name names. <laughs> so it's like. Yeah. It's like, ooh. It's not, it's not that he wants to throw him under the bus. He wants to go, uh, who can I talk to so I can get invited? We, and then Jamie Raskin, during the House debate on legalizing marijuana, which 
most of the House of Representatives did. There were some mm-hmm. Republicans that did, but not enough. I mean, it right. passed the House. It's not going to pass the Senate. But regardless, while Jamie Raskin was talking about <laughs> legalizing pot in the country on a federal level, which is very useful for everybody that's doing it legally in the states, because then they can put their money in a bank, just things like that, yeah. uh, and pay taxes. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but uh, he basically said, now, I know that some people on the other side of the aisle are against, you know, marijuana use because I understand that they like cocaine. I mean, he just went, I'm paraphrasing, but he went there on the floor of the house. <laughs> I love good. Jamie Raskin. He's fantastic. It That's is funny. funny. It is very funny. So, so you're up there doing whatever it is that you do. I, uh, I cannot divulge. Uh, I did not sign an NDA. I could uh, probably divulge all that I could and all the secrets that I know, which are two. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm going to keep it mysterious. Oh. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it that way. Nice. Yeah. It's it's romantic. Yeah. It's very sweet of you. I I wasn't going that direction, but <laughs> I was going a different. But you know what? I'll go with your idea. I'll go with yours. It's it's you know it's keeping everybody on their toes, keeping sure. things spicy. Sure. Sure. That's what it, it's keeping things spicy. Uh, I think uh, former classmates think that I'm some kind of spy now because of all my clearances that I have and ability to be the analyst consultant that I am. So. I'll just keep it at that. So you know where Malcolm Nance is now is what I'm hearing. No. Okay. Really so don't. you're, you're no, below no. his pay grade on the spy no, level. I uh, will not confirm nor deny. Oh, see, there you go. Cause if you had to, if you told me, then you'd have to kill me. Mm, no, you know, no. you know, those days are over. Oh, good to know. Good to know. Those days are over. Good to know. I just don't have the energy. Anymore, you, know? <laughs> you can't even, just, you can't even I pick up the phone and go, just do I it. Just, just, no, I just, okay. I mean, come on. Who needs that kind of drama in their life? True. Like it, that takes a lot of logistics and I, I, I just can't be bothered. I understand. I understand. So guess who's talking to, as we speak, probably yes. still, to yes. the January 6th committee? Mm, is it Roger Stone? No, but I'll give you a hint. This person's spouse spoke last week for six hours or seven hours. Ooh. Ivanka is talking to the committee right now. Is she just pleading the fifth? No, she's not. She's actually giving up information. Um, Jared. giving up her uh, Chinese patents? Well, that's not that's not what they're asking her about. I'm sure. No, um, uh, Jared spoke last. Asking her for passion passion tips. I think so. Where 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 did you get your patent? She walked in and said Buenos dias. no, she, her, um, Jared went and spoke last week for like six and a half, seven hours. And I think it was Olofgren said that um, he knows nothing. He was helpful. Well, he was there on January 6th. He was actually out yes, of he town. Was. He was out of town on the actual day. Um, right. So he's, he testified to probably a lot about what Ginny Thomas, because she referred to Jared in some of her texts. Texts. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure right. they asked him about that. Um, right. The the committee's been very mum on what he actually said, but they did say that he was helpful, that he didn't right. offer information per se, but he did answer questions. So, if, like for instance, if they asked him a question that was a yes or no question, he was probably just saying yes or no. But if they asked him a question that he had to answer more in detail, he would have answered it in as much detail as he felt was necessary. He's a lawyer, don't forget. Um, and his dad's already really? yeah, and his dad's already been in prison, so I don't. I think that's part uh, of the reason he didn't stop from talking and i think that's why ivanka went in too because she wants to uh, she wants to be president someday and um 
it's not going to happen if I if I live and breathe. It will not happen. Um, but she doesn't want to get. She was she didn't want to go to prison, and she didn't want to be arrested or uh, subpoenaed be, or anything like that. She doesn't want to have that kind of. I was going to say taint. Uh, she doesn't want to be tainted. And yes. Are you okay? I I'm wish good. this. I wish we. I wish everybody could see I'm what good. what's going on I'm right good. now. I'm good. Um, okay. There's still, okay. but so far, by the way, the committee has um, interviewed over 800 people. There are about 100 more depositions they want to do before the Damn. the Damn. Uh, public hearings start. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if you heard the uh, judge's ruling last week on the John Eastman memos. No. Basically, the judge in that ruling, because John Eastman was trying to squash the emails that he yeah, was sending that. back okay. and forth. Okay. And so the judge said no. Um, and two, he basically stated after going through all of the evidence that he st he saw, I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said it looks like Donald Trump. There's a preponderance of evidence that Donald Trump has committed crimes, which is more evidence than you need to have an indictment. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the committee actually was asked Adam Schiff and Benny Thompson, Benny Thompson being the chair, mm -hmm. they were asked this week, I guess it was yesterday or over the weekend. All right. Since the judge's ruling basically stated that Donald Trump probably committed crimes regarding the coup, um, is the committee going to then refer a criminal, uh, a criminal indictment, refer to, uh, the DOJ, a criminal indictment because the the committee can't indict only the DOJ can, and once the the judge came out with that, the committee's going no we don't want to do that, and the fact that the DOJ now has is hiring hundreds of more lawyers and also stated that they're moving up the food chain slowly, um, the committee now I think feels better about not having to do that and they also don't want to make it political because the committee referring a criminal case is inherently political versus the department of justice, which is the department of justice. That's their job. They look at evidence. And, um, plus I know that the committee and the DOJ are speaking amongst themselves to the committee has been giving over everything to the DOJ that they can, cause they don't want to make the same mistake that was made during Iran Contra, especially with Oliver North, um, getting immunity. Um, so it's interesting that Ivanka, buenos dias, um, uh, is testifying uh, and cooperating. So good. That's she good. doesn't get a gold star for doing what you're supposed to do as a citizen in this country. But right. unlike other people that have been asked to to uh, testify, she's actually doing it. Jenny Thomas, hi, knocking on you, knocking on her door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Katanji uh, Brown Jackson, the most qualified justice to come before the committee in over a decade, um, right. uh, the last four people that have been confirmed aren't as qualified as she is combined. Um, yesterday, the Judiciary Committee went down 11-11 on partisan lines to stall her nomination to the full Senate, but due to Senate rules, um, the majority leader was allowed to bring that vote of discharge, I believe is what it's called, um, to the floor of the Senate to allow her name to continue to the full Senate. So 53 to 47 was the vote with uh, Murkowski, Romney, and Collins uh, voting with the Democrats to allow the discharge to then have the full Senate vote. So there are at least 53 people that are going to vote for Judge Jackson. 
Um, and did you listen at all to like John Cornyn or um, Tom Cotton the other day? Cotton, Cotton, I, 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 I didn't hear the whole thing, but I got sound bites and so forth. Uh, why? <laughs> Don't cry. Why do Why do people vote these uh, these these? Um, I'm trying to keep it nice and clean. Um, individuals into office that are just completely mind-boggling stupid and mean and i'm i'm just gonna keep mean why why do they vote mean people in because i because they want to be mean to the same people um uh, well, what what I found interesting was I was watching Lawrence O'Donnell last night, and he was talking to Senator Whitehouse, I believe it was, and he said right before he was talking to the senator, he was like saying that he showed John Cornyn being very upset that Katanji Brown Jackson was endorsed by the leftist uh, group Sierra Club because it's right because he's afraid of the Sierra Club. He's afraid, yeah, because um, they're so leftist. Um, yeah. And what's funny is the people that are calling her a pedophile <laughs> um, and other things which are vastly, uh, well, not true, they're lies, right. they forget that the, brother, the fraternal brotherhood of the police, mm-hmm. the national guys, they yep. endorse her for yeah, the Supreme Court. There's yep. that brotherhood of police and there's another one, another union that also, for police, that support her. As a judge, which suggests right. just because she was, and I think it's an asset, not a detriment to her, her resume, mm-hmm. a public defender, yes, which is part of our judicial system, which is important and necessary for especially people. See, I don't know about you, but you know how doctors all have to do some sort of residencies in order to mm-hmm. finish their, their yes. degree programs. And they all mm-hmm. have to kind of do everything. I mean, if they want to be surgeons, yeah. they kind of do with that. If they want to do the, you right. know, they figure out what they want to be when they grow up and they have to yeah. do that. They work there. Well-rounded the whole like, um, uh, bedside manner kind of stuff. Yeah. And they have to do Which everything in the first year and then they start, yeah. you know, honing their skills into a certain thing. By their third year, they're going to do this, that, or the other thing usually. Um, right. before they become attendants, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I watch the Grey's Anatomy. I, it's the, my degree, wow. my degree, in, my medical degree is not as good as my legal degree in the law and orders, but it's getting there. That just makes me sad. I know, doesn't it? Um, but uh, I forget who it was. Um, it was suggested, I think it was on Tom Hartman's program, that mm-hmm. lawyers should all, out of law school, mm-hmm. become public defenders for a year. Mm-hmm. If they want to do criminal law. Not they, if they don't want right. to do criminal law. No, if you just want to do corporate law, civil family law, whatever, entertainment law, that's right. different. But if you want to do criminal law, if you want to right. be a DA, you should also be a criminal. Yeah, you should right. also be a criminal defendant for just a year. Yeah. Just to get first off, you'll be I mean, a better prosecutor if you've been a defendant, a defender. Right. You just will. Right. No, I mean, to me, that makes sense. And I, I, I think that she'd make a great. Supreme Court justice. It's it's all, you know, the pomp and circumstance. And one of the things that I've always concerned myself with is that, you know, what they say to get elected, it's it's to, to me get not too dis- appointed. I'm I'm sorry, appointed, that it's not too dissimilar to what people will say uh during a job interview. Mm-hmm. It's like just just get me in and then, you know, I'll do the right thing. And I've always kind of believed that. But in the last couple of Supreme Court justices, not so much. Well, do you like beer? Do I like beer? Hi, Judge Justice Kavanaugh. I like beer. Do you <laughs> yeah, like beer? Oh 
I like beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes me it makes me a little bloated. Uh, it, it, that's the thing. I mean, the, the juxtaposition between his confirmation hearing, which they got on her for, like it was her fault that he happened right. to be uh, credibly accused of sexual assault and 4,500 yes. tips to such things were ignored by the FBI. Um, do we do we know why that took place? Why the tips were ignored? Yes. Uh, I mean, was that ever like fully fleshed out or is it just still? I, I want to say that it went through the White House counsel first. Uh, OK, say no more. Um, and, and the fact that that certain senators were asking her how she felt about Judge Kavanaugh's hearings. And it was like, what? What, what does that have to do with that? And and asking her about Bork. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I know. She was in college <laughs> when Bork was going through that. Maybe. I don't even think she was. She's younger than we are. I don't even think she was in college when that was happening. Certainly, you know, high school at the oldest. Yeah. I mean, come on. Judge Bork? What the? F- <laughs> um, I mean, seriously, people. So she is thankfully going to be confirmed probably on Thursday is what what, what the. Uh, and it's exciting for for I, I think she's an excellent jurist um and um i think she's gonna she's the only second person to be on the supreme court thurgood marshall being the first who also Mm -hmm. was a defender so this is few and far between that we have judges on yeah well it's it's all over it's all over the news oh it's also in history books oh oh i mean thurgood that i knew i didn't know that okay she will be the second only defense right. uh, person that was a defendant, uh, a defense mm-hmm. attorney, to defendant. sit on the Supreme Court. And I think that we need more on all levels of judgeships because yeah, most judges come from prosecutions. They just do. Yeah. And I understand the reasoning, especially when you're voting for it. Mm-hmm. But I think having a defense attorney, especially a public defender, more so than a, you know somebody that's highly paid, because that's then you choose your clients versus not choosing your clients. Right. Um but regardless, that that to me brings a different take on, and that's how she is as a judge, especially in the appeals courts, where she really is is meticulous on her rulings. Um, everybody that that has read her rulings is like, oh no, when she writes a ruling or a dissent or whatever, that's going to be so detailed. No matter what she writes for the Supreme Court, that you're going to learn. And she she she's very good apparently at writing what she what she thinks, how she got to that. And why she is judging this way, and so you can understand it. Okay, cool. Um, so I like that. that there's well, probably I then look forward to reading those. I do too. And um, and you know, it's it's uh, instead of there to here to for us, she'll probably write it more in regular English. Yes. For for there to for here. For there to for, not here to for. Tort. 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 I said that the other day. We were all speaking legalese with mm-hmm. um, uh, Glenn Kirshner on Stephanie's show last Tuesday. Or no, la- mm-hmm. not last Friday. <laughs> and yeah, uh, Chris said, ipso facto. And, and uh, Stephanie said, I object. And I went, tort. And he laughed because I said, tort. Tort. <laughs> so I, I just... funny for you, which is called her a tart. That's Stephanie's the tart tort. Tart tort? Okay. She's a torty tart. Mm. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so oh oklahoma can kiss my ass oh my god did you see oh that was just crazy no notice no nothing just let's just 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 pass it on through okay that's do you want to do you want to explain that's it nuts. to the people no okay really you just that just really pass don't. it on I'm through just, you guys look it I'm up just, yeah i'm just like that was a, that that was nuts 
because I'm going like, wait a minute. And I thought that that this was like all over the news and people had known about it. I'm thinking like, oh my God, I'm so behind the times. And I'm looking it up and I'm like, no, no one freaking knew about it. Okay. For what, for those people that do know what Sean's you know talking. What? Don't, don't, you know what? Don't tell them. Don't tell them. No, our... It'll be, no, no, don't tell them. This isn't like your job. We actually should tell them what's going oh. on. Oh, okay. They, right. That's why they're listening. What? I know no. it's weird, right? It so weird. lawmakers in Oklahoma today, Tuesday, uh, approved basically a total ban on abortion. Um, the only way someone can perform an abortion is to save the life of a pregnant woman in a medical emergency. So basically you can't get an abortion unless your life is at risk, pregnant person. Um, Jody, do tell. What is the penalty if they were to do so? Ten years in prison. Isn't that freaking nuts? Or and that a hundred thousand is... dollar fine. <laughs> and your friends and neighbors can turn you in, just All like right, in Texas. So I want to. I want. I'm going to run for president. Okay. Um, Should I start getting the buttons made? Sure. Okay. Barton German. Legs uh, for prez. Yeah. I'm just going to put a, just a mandate out there going, if you're a guy, you can't vote on anything female, period. You can't, just don't. <laughs> that, that, that'd be my slogan. Just don't. How no, about, how, don't. I, I have an just idea. Don't. I have an idea. Mm. Men in okay. Oklahoma and Texas and everywhere else where they're trying to pass, Idaho, Florida, Arizona, there's 28 states trying to do this sort of thing. Um, all men, all babies that are born, boy babies. Yeah. They get snipped as soon. Well, not when they're born. When they when when puberty hits and things descend, you get snipped. You get a vasectomy, so you can have all the sex you want. You can't get anybody pregnant. And if you decide that you want to get somebody pregnant, and that person who with whom you want to get pregnant agrees, then you reverse the vasectomy and you go and have your babies. Make that a rule. Abortion would not be necessary. Vasectomies are reversible. Yeah. Yeah, they are. You're talking about sharp objects around my, about mm -hmm. my. Yeah, and you're what? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. My, yeah. Have you ever yeah. seen a just a pap smear? Mm, no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't. Um, that's the reason why I'm. I'm not a doctor. Um, and you don't play one on TV. <laughs> I don't play one on TV. Uh, my girlfriend does like it when I dress up like one. Oh, um, I want to see pictures. But, Did uh, she dress as a nurse for you? Uh, sometimes. Oh, nice. That's cute. Sometimes, sometimes as a naughty nurse. Um, <laughs> so, wow. Just totally got off the chair. Now, I would make it that, uh, yeah, men, men, can't, men can't decide that kind of thing for women's. Just no. I agree. Just no. Just no. Just no. If someone were to be like, no. I'd be like, no. Next. Next question. Not going to. Not going to. Nope. Nope. Nope, nope. I will defer that to the ladies and uh, let them decide. Well, I mean, the the thing that that Oklahoma and Texas in particular is that they're allowing your neighbors to turn you in. Well, and then there's the um, Missouri law that they want to pass where you can't even leave the state to get one. You'll get arrested oh, coming home. They just get stitches. That's my. That would be my. <laughs> Everybody's ratting everybody out over what? And it's just, that's just, it's just dumb. It's just dumb. Dumb. 
Well, that's why um, Governor Newsom wanted to, and I'm, I hope he does it. I hope that our legislature does it just because it'll be interesting. Because Roe was decided on a constitutional basis. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's a constitutional right. What Governor Newsom would like to do is similar to the Texas law, that basically if you, if you find out that your neighbor has, say, an AR-15, and we outlaw AR-15s in the state of California, I can turn in my neighbor who happens to have said illegal gun and get $10,000. That's what the, the abortion law in Texas is. If you do that. turn somebody do that. in, you can get ten grand. There you go. Um, so I, I know Governor Newsom was talking about it, and I know the legislature was thinking about it, and I think they should just do it just to see, because the Supreme Court, upheld, Supreme Court upheld the Texas law by not upholding an injunction against it. They're, the law is in place right now. Women are going to Oklahoma at the moment to get Oklahoma, uh, New Mexico. Um, those are the two main states that they're going to because they're close. Um, Louisiana. Um, and what's there? Oh, I'm trying to look at my map in my head. Anyway, it's all the states that surround Texas that where women from Texas are going now to get legal abortions. Now, Oklahoma is making right. it illegal to do exactly what they've been doing. Um, and then Missouri wants to pass a law basically that you can't have an abortion after six weeks. And if you leave the state to go to Minnesota or Illinois or wherever to get an abortion that is legal in that state and you come home, you can be arrested. Well, okay. How how would they know that you left the state? Somebody gives you up. I'm going to rat them out. Yep. Freaking neighbors, man. So, um, and I believe all of these states are outlawing RU486, which is the medical right. abortion medical, right. that you can get online now, um, which started during the pandemic. You mm-hmm. no longer had to go in to see a doctor. You just basically, here's my pregnancy test. This is, right. you know, right. where I am. Um, and they go, okay, here. And it's, you have to take, I believe, RU486 within the first eight weeks of pregnancy. I'm not exactly sure. Six to eight weeks. And if past that, it's not going to work. Um, so you have, it's early on in a pregnancy, but they're even outlawing that in these states. Um, and so, uh, handmaid's tale, I mean, that's literally what that is. You know what? I have, uh, mocked you, uh, quietly and, uh, publicly about your handmaid's tale, um, comparison and how that's the direction that we seem to be going. Mm-hmm. And I like, uh, for the record, to show that uh, I think you are becoming more and more correct. Isn't that frightening? That you are correct. Yes. 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 It's scary. No idea. It is scary how correct you are on that. Wow. Um, yeah, it's really weird. It's um, you know, from a male point of view, looking at it from a side that is siding with obviously all the ladies and. And just scratching my head going, I I mean, I think every time that I'm on the show, I'm going, I don't get it. I'm always trying to figure out the line of thinking and I'm going, it, none of this makes sense. None of it whatsoever. But it seems to be that there's quite a, a lot of people in these various states that are going like, yep, we agree with that. And let's vote it in. It's like, it doesn't make sense. Well, it really doesn't. I mean, I, I think I've said this before. It's not about life. It's not about religion because not all religions believe in you know, life begins at conception. Right. Uh, most of us, hi, when is, when are you born on your birthday? Mm-hmm. First breath kids, first right. breath. Yeah. Um, so, 
So it's not a religious thing because this is a country that is not supposed to be of one religion mm-hmm. um, or of any religion for that matter. Um, so that shouldn't be the case. Scientifically speaking, you really cannot live outside the womb without extraordinarily a lot of help, which means really good health care um, up until about 23, 24 weeks. Then a fetus can live. It's difficult, but they can at 25, 24 weeks if they if they are born, they can live outside the womb with with help, but not as much help as, say, a 20 week old fetus or younger. Because you need a lot of help. I mean, they're you know, a twenty week old fetus is teeny tiny little thing. I don't know if you've seen them, but they're tiny. Mm-hmm. And certainly at, at ten weeks, at twelve weeks, at fifteen weeks, you know, there is it's not gonna happen. And that 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 fetus that is inside a woman, the woman is actually alive. End of statement. And there is one I believe it's in Texas lawmaker that believes in the death penalty for women who have abortions because he's so pro-life. That's nuts. That's mm-hmm. okay. And you can't That's be pro-life nuts. if you're anti-woman. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, it's not. And what they want is they want control over women because you mm-hmm. control. Once you control, they want to get rid of birth control. That's next. Right. right. I mean, yeah. they are talking about. <laughs> they're talking about overturning Griswold, which is how Roe happened. There was a, there was a law in between Griswold and Roe that allowed mm-hmm. single women to get birth control. So why aren't the pharmaceutical companies stepping up and going like, wait, 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 no, you're trading into my territory, you're, 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 you know, you're stepping on my financials. At what point in time are the pharmaceutical companies going to step in and go, no, 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 you're not going to touch that now. You're not, you're not going to do that. Well, hospitals make a good living off of pregnancy. Yes, they do. Um, yes, they do. So I don't see them. It's, 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 I, I agree. I think pharmaceutical companies are going to be like, but huh? You know, especially, yeah. especially the manufacturers that make plan B mm-hmm. because that's an over the counter medication, which is, I'm grateful that it exists. I wish it had been around for a lot longer because there would be mm-hmm. a lot less abortions. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you don't know kids, what plan B is, is a, a boy and a girl have vaginal intercourse. Hang on, hang on. You write that down. And if neither, if they've used birth control or they have, and it fails, or they, neither one of them is on birth control using a condom or whatever. Um, Hang on. Yes. uh Uh-huh. Okay. Let's, let's. Sean, Sean. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes, Sean. Uh, Question. You said uh, one boy, one girl. Yeah. Yeah. Usually not always. Sometimes there's more than one boy. Sometimes there's more than one girl. Okay. Two Our boys drugs. usually can't get pregnant and together, okay. and two oh. girls usually can't get pregnant together. Oh, okay. That's very different than the video that I saw. Okay. Yes. And uh, okay. so what happens is they they have intercourse, mm-hmm. and the boy. Yes, Sean. Are uh, by chance um, are they married in Tennessee? Probably not. That's a whole other thing we'll talk about in a little bit. They could I'm be. Just, I'm just checking because apparently. There's a thing going on in Tennessee that is gross. Um, But anyway, so what can happen is, and this this medication is for the girl to take, and it's it's called the morning after pill. They they give it out to to women and and girls that are raped initially anymore. That's just would you like the morning after pill just in case. Um, But basically, if you're using birth control and it failed, or you're not using birth control, or you're worried that your birth control is not going to work, you go to your local pharmacy, hopefully they all have them, but not, I'm sure some towns don't, but you go to your local pharmacy, you pick up this thing called plan B Mm -hmm. 
and you take it. I think it's for a day or two. I'm not sure. Um, and, uh, it prevents pregnancy. It doesn't, it's not an abortifacient like RU486 is. It's a contraception. It stops implantation of a zygote into the uterine wall, which is what contraception, parts of contraception can do. So it stops that. Um, and so luckily that's around right now. So I know that that particular drug has prevented a ton of abortions over the years that it's been available. I'm sure of it. Um, cause it's just like, Oh Lord, I'm going to the pharmacy just in case, you know? And I know a lot of women in Texas after that law went into place, I'm sure a lot of them stocked up on it, but it does expire. So that's the thing. It's like, I don't know how long the shelf life is, but yeah, I would have stocked up on it if I lived in Texas and, and wasn't on the pill, you know? Um, I don't have to worry about these things anymore. That's my insights. Tumbleweeds. It's very arid. Okay. Wow. TMI, Jody. But you were talking about Tennessee. I think one man, one woman. Not one man, one man, or one woman, one It's also one man, one girl. Yeah, I saw that too, and I went, wait, that has to be a typo. No, um, okay. A proposal making its way through the state legislature in Tennessee would establish a common law marriage. So not an actual marriage, but just people living in CN. Oh, this is being proposed by uh, Tom Peckerwood? Is that, is that his name? Tallywhacker. Tom Tallywhacker. Something else uh, that Madison Cawthorn talks about is Tallywhackers. Uh, um, Tom Leatherwood. Yes. He said, establish common law marriage between one man and one woman. Um, it would also eliminate an age requirement and open the door to cover up child sex abuse. Because if there is no age limit on who can get married, yeah. and usually it's not older women and young boys. It's usually men and young girls that do this. Yeah. It's, I yeah. mean, there are the few Mary Kay Letourneau's out there, but yeah. that is few and far between. Um, when it comes to that sort of thing, Tom Leatherwood, very good. Peckerwood, mm, Leatherwood. Mm, mm. He has a perfect last name. Yes. Said the law being considered would add a new marriage option for Tennesseans. Yes, it would okay. to marry okay. children. Okay. But there's another part of that, that he, he talks about a conscientious objection to the current pathway to marriage. What, <laughs> what, what was that? I don't, I, I guess there's, there, there was a quote. Sexual assault does not believe the age of consent should be any younger than our. Ba, ba, ba. Yeah. Okay. So all this bill is to give an alternative form of marriage for those pastors and other individuals who have a conscientious objection to the current pathway to marriage in our law. What? What is That's the what conscientious objection? That's what I was saying. I'm like, wait a minute. What? But no one seemed to really question him on it. Like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. It's like, uh, yeah, I'm like, what, wait, what, what? I didn't, I didn't get that at all. So, uh, Jody, can you explain it to me? No, um, <laughs> no, no, um, the missing from the bill, I'm reading from the WKRN website. Uh, from, uh, oh, here it is. Yeah. The bill yeah. sponsored. Yeah. Um, so all this bill does is give an alternative form of marriage yeah. for those pastors yeah. So we've got some pastors that like little girls and other individuals who have a conscientious objection to the current pathway to, 
to marriage in our law, but missing from the bill are age requirements, something that he not acknowledged. There's not an explicit age limit. Mike Stewart, Democrat from Nashville, who sits on the subcommittee that the bill passed out of, said he doesn't understand the motivation. I don't think any normal person right. thinks we shouldn't have an age requirement for marriage, right. um, which could obviously open up the uh, possibility of covering up child sex abuse. It should not be, quote, it should not be there as it's basically a get out of jail free card for people who are basically committing statutory rape. I mean, it's completely ridiculous. So that's another reason why this terrible bill should be eliminated. The sexual assault center of middle Tennessee released this statement. Sexual assault center does not believe the age of consent for marriage should be any younger than it already is, which is 17. Um, with parental consent. So 18, obviously as an adult, you can do what you want, but 17 is as young. Your parents have to sign off for it on it. Um, it says it makes children more vulnerable to coercion and manipulation, of course, from predators and sexual, sexual and other. According to UNICEF, between 2000 and 2018, 300,000 girls and boys were married before 18 in the United States. Uh, and mostly with parental consent. A lot of these are, are children whose parents are like, yeah, go get married. Um, out of the house. But I, I, I just, who is conscientiously, who are these pastors? I know. That's my question. Like, wait, what? When I read that one. No, no, no. What? I mean, lordy, yeah. lordy, lordy. Let me write this town. Tennessee's crazy. Tennessee. Tennessee's crazy. It's crazy. crazy. And they're voting on it tomorrow, though, right? I believe mm-hmm. so. I believe wow. so. Um, yeah, I mean, that just isn't, it just, okay, I won't. Who do I talk to? Oh, I have friends in Tennessee. My friend John lives there. And my friend have, Desmond lives there. Who else do I know? Oh, my sh- friend Sean. My other friend Sean lives there. Does he? Did he move what? back? I think he did. Desmond. Mm-hmm. Desmond. Desmond. Mm-hmm. He lives there. He lives in Nashville. I thought he lived here. He, I mean, he well, used I mean, to. <laughs> not in Manteca. <laughs> Manteca. Um, Manteca. Manteca. It? Yeah, it's Manteca. It, it still means lard in whatever <laughs> language you put it in. Uh, um, no, yeah, he he moved to Nashville a while ago. Okay, you know what? That makes sense. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I've seen him here. He was at the. Yeah. I've, I saw him a few years ago mm. at the Globes. Mm. Um, we ran into him there. Okay, cool. Um, right. Matt Gates. Speaking of child sex. Wow. Uh, 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 How is he not going to go down in just flames? He, oh, he, there's two things on him. Should we talk about that first and then we'll talk about the other thing? <laughs> Do you understand him? Yes? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. I'm just going to agree. Yes, do that. Okay. DeSantis, as in Ron, Ron. of the Florida. The flaccid state of. Um, he, his staff has delayed the release of Gates' associate Halsey Bashir's spending records. Yeah. Um, in a move criticized by advocates for the open government laws in Florida, DeSantis intervened in a public records request related to a former appointee who is reportedly connected to the federal sex trafficking investigation. The governor's, quote, review of state spending records delayed the release of those documents for more than two months so far. Um, this also has to do with Matt Gates. Um, Bashir's and Congressman Gates were named in a grand jury subpoena related to an ongoing sex trafficking investigation. Uh, they once served together in the Florida legislature and have not been charged with any crimes yet. 
uh, Florida's Department of Business and Professional Education, excuse me, regulation compiled the financial records within days of nine of News Six requesting them, but some records were even retrieved within hours. Instead of immediately releasing them under law, uh, they were. Uh, taken to uh, DeSantis's office for a secondary review. Uh, once an agency's records, once an agency's has a record, that custodian must produce that record right then and there. It doesn't matter that the governor has an interest and wants to review it later. Uh, we understand that this is happening more frequently, but not consistently, which uh, such that it appears to have an objective hiding certain information in a potentially discriminating. Yeah, he's covering up. Or He's attempting to cover up uh, yeah. what what or is just, in those records, or trying to find out just how deep Matt's in a, in in yeah. trouble. Yeah, you know, rapey McForehead. Right. I'm looking at a, a photograph of him, and you really can like project a movie on his forehead. He does have a large dome. You know, like they like at the Hollywood Cemetery when they do that in the summer. Just right. pull him up. Just pull him up. And then put the put the film on his forehead and you can see it for miles. He is Rapey Makes McForehead. Um, yeah. and he's also an a-hole. Mm-hmm. Um he he was one of one hundred and ninety-three House Republicans who voted against capping the cost insulin. of insulin for thirty-five dollars a month. Now, my nephew, my brother's son, didn't know he had diabetes until he was an adult, and it's not because he has type two. He was born with it and didn't know it for years because we don't have it in our family, at least not as nobody's born with it. So it's, it's usually through family. But I guess his birth mother, who um, uh, I, I think I'm the only one in the family besides my brother that ever met her. Um, and obviously my nephew did, but only for a few weeks because um, then my brother took him and split. Uh, she may have it in her family. We don't know. But he was an adult. He was in his 20s before he found out he had type 1 diabetes. And thank God he did. Thank God he lived for as long as he did. Um, And he was really, really heavy. And then as soon as they diagnosed him properly, boom, weight came right off because of the insulin that he was able to now utilize. Wouldn't it be in the best interest for re-election to vote? In Florida especially. In Florida, where yeah. I mean, wouldn't it wouldn't it be like, hey, you want to be reelected real quick? Do this and vote vote for all things, you know, women. I would think that you 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 just you just secured everything. I mean, how hard is that? They're afraid of the 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 Trump voter who doesn't. Oh my God! Did you listen to Julie? I'll talk about Julie in a minute. Not Julie that listens to us, obviously, because oh. the Julie that listens to us is not stupid. Um, so no, this is what he said. <sighs> I hate him. While Democrat posturing, you've lost me when you don't say democratic. You just, you've lost me. Yeah. Uh, of HR 6833 victimizes insulin pays as people with an uncontrollable disease that are being taken advantage of and need big brother to throw them a raft. No, they don't. Lifestyle changes en masse would expeditiously lower demand and subsequent prices of insulin. The fact that more people are needing it should mean yeah. that the price goes down, not up. Right. Um, that's the whole thing with supply. Hi, Kitty. Supply, supply and demand. Mm-hmm. Basically, he said. Um, <laughs> like, go lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> he basically called people fatty fat. 
and stop it. He and said, I will not see, I love this, a reemergence of FDR price controls because people really hated that guy um, and join Democrats in their attempt to pave the road to serfdom. How does serfdom happen when you can wow. afford your insulin? Serfdom happens mm. with, uh, I don't know, tax cuts to the super wealthy. That's how serfdom mm. happens. Um, yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about, obviously. He said... Um, <laughs> he cited the CDC st statistic, uh, the majority of the country's cases are type two, and he laid blame for the skyrocketing prices at the feet of Americans and their, as he put it, increasing waistlines, not the drug makers. He said uh, 90 to 95% of the people with type two diabetes can be prevented or delayed with healthy lifestyle changes, just as losing weight, eating healthy food and being active. Arbitrary price controls are no substitute for individual weight control. Okay. Weight is one factor, for sure, in diabetes. Um, but I remember a guy by the name of Dick Clark. Remember, he got diabetes at, what, yep. 75 years old? Yeah. I wouldn't call him obese. He was no. quite, he, he, was was, very he was very thin, he was fit. Um, and so diabetes is part genetic, mm -hmm. type 2. Well, both, right. but certainly type 2, you are more predisposed to have it if your family has it. Uh, weight, certainly diet. Cer and diet can be it without you being fat. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's why you get your glucose tests, everybody, is to see that you're metabolizing wow. your glucose yeah. levels appropriately. Hi, do you see her behind me, the cat? I do. She's so cute. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Hi, everybody. Um, she, it's... <laughs> I hate him. It, the 12 Republicans in the House that voted to lower, you know, to cap insulin, good for them. And by the way, this was part of the Build Back Better plan, just so you know. And so what the House did was like, okay, you guys are all for lowering prescription drug prices. Great. Then we're just going to do this as a standalone bill. They were hoping for more vote. I mean, they knew that the Democrats would pass it. They would get passed. So we'll see what the Senate does because... You're really going to have a problem with $35. I mean, I know Kirsten Sinema won't vote for it because she's got big pharmas all over her. But I would hope that others that are like, yeah, people that have friends, most people know somebody with diabetes. Yep. I mean, it is, it, it's a huge killer in this country. And it's, mm -hmm. yes, it can't, some people with type two need their insulin. Some don't. Some do control it with diet and, and other medications. Mm -hmm. um, but insulin is a necessary life-saving thing for people with childhood diabetes, with what they call now type one diabetes. Well, to me, the problem with that kind of statement that he made, which was, okay, so basically saying that as a nation, we're pretty fat. And mm -hmm. to me, that's kind of a no-brainer. So if that's truly the case, and you think that we are a fat nation, so what are you doing legislate Legislatively. Thank you. Anytime. That word. Mm -hmm. That word. Uh, in regards to soy, corn, sugar, and salt. Corn syrup in particular. Corn syrup. Oh, my God. It's in everything. So what are you doing about that? Probably nothing. No, they're not regulating so that to make people thinner. Yeah, that and it, and then that goes into the whole agriculture. Like, what are you doing for the farmers? Because you're forcing farmers to grow something that probably is destroying the, their property, their lands, and they're producing something purely based upon what they're being told to plant. Oh, they're also told they're also paid to not plant things, which is um, which is stupid. Well, that's why I think with, with there's to me that's 
anti-farming. Well, we can get into that with regard to um, Ukraine because they're the fifth largest wheat producer in the world. Yeah. Um, and we get a lot of our wheat from them. Mm-hmm. But our farmers are paid not to produce not wheat. To. So yeah. I think that for, for us to help with the Ukrainian issue right now mm-hmm. is to have these farmers... I don't know what the season is for planting wheat, but let's start doing that now. So mm-hmm. that should next year be an issue, we'll have the wheat for everybody to make their bread and, and do the things that we need wheat for. Um, beer. So for for Brett Kavanaugh so he I can mean, drink beer. Yeah, so we're probably going to be seeing a bread shortage. It's very possible. And it'll yeah. be Biden's fault. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speak um, uh, before we go to our Patreon section what? of the show, because we're already fifty minutes into this, kids. Are we really? We are. It seems like I just started. Seems we just get started, and before you know it, comes the time. I just made that up. We it have to say, say I don't know, I don't so long. Um. Uh, so Donald, Mary's mm. uncle. Mm. Um. He was there. I, we don't have the audio or the video from this, but there was a video in, interview with a panel of historians convened by Julian yeah. Selziger, a Princeton professor and editor of the presidency of Donald Trump, a first historical assessment. Um, the Atlantic okay. published it yesterday, Monday. Um, he basically said regarding describing his attempts to make South Korea pay more for us military assistance. He said that Moon Jae-in, the South Korean president, was among the happiest world leaders after the 2020 election put Joe Biden in the White House, quote, by not winning the election, unquote, he was the happiest man, I would say, in order. China was, no, Iran was the happiest. Moon was going to pay $5 billion a year, but then when I didn't win the election, he had to be the happiest, I would rate. So he's now admitting, once again... That he did not win the election, which is yet more evidence on the record to show that any attempts to overturn said election, uh-huh. he knew was wrong and illegal. Right. Um, this is all. Hi, Merrick Garland. Merrick Garland. Hello. So, calling Merrick Garland. All right. So, so he admits this, but at the same time, he's still claiming that it's rigged. It, what, that it was rigged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. And then, sure. then there's that seven and a half hour gap of White House phone logs. Right. 18 minutes ain't nothing on these guys. Nope. But we do know that he spoke to McCarthy and um, uh, Tuberville mm-hmm. through the White House switchboard because <laughs> they got calls. So right. there is that. Um this is, um, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to the hearings. Um, be I be think so. Um, I, I, these are important hearings and, and I, I look forward to them very much. Oh, and finally, Tulsi Gabbard is against the war, is against right. Russia. Finally, that only right. took dead bodies in the streets, yeah. uh, in Busha, in Buka, excuse me. Um, were, were which is horrific. bodies that that others are claiming that they were planted there uh-huh. because they were so evenly spaced. And when you look at them, going like, well, no, they're, not. they're not evenly no. spaced. Then no. what? No, yeah. these people are, it's, it's, no. yeah. yeah, Tulsi finally, I guess her, her checks didn't clear. <laughs> what? Does rubles don't work no more, Tulsi. I have to figure out something else. 
thought we talked about crypto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to From the Bunker. If you need help, get it. There is no shame in it. And um, hey, if you get the Patreon, you can keep listening.